Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. You know, as Mary Alice and I count down the days of Christmas here on Noah's Window, Christmas music is on my mind today, and I'll tell you why. You know, earlier in these uh, little devotionals on Christmas, I shared with you how that Christmas is a big deal to God. And throughout the centuries, even millennia leading up to the birth of Christ, time and time again, God had, he had left a trail of prophecy so that people would know who the Messiah was when the Messiah came. Well, one of the things that I've noticed in the last few years with the war on Christmas, and it's very clear there has been a war on Christmas. If you're under 30, you might not recognize it as much as, say, Mary Alice and I and people in our era would. Uh, but there has been a war very much on Christmas, and it's very dedicated. It's very, very decided. Uh, for instance, Mary Alice and I went to a large high school in Fort Worth, a public high school with about 4,000 students. But even though it was a public high school, we had Christmas programs. And I remember my junior year, I was took, I took German. and Our German classes went through the halls caroling, singing Christmas carols in German. But one of the main targets in the war on Christmas is Christmas carols. And, and you know, as I think about how Satan's mind works, I can understand why he hates Christmas carols so much, Christmas music for that matter especially, because it seems like God had inspired the writers of the carols to focus on great truths of Scripture. Now, when I use the term inspired, I don't mean inspired in the sense that the Bible is, but at the same time, the word inspired means in spirit. In other words, God is giving us some kind of beautiful wisdom by his spirit. And I really do think he did that with the writers of the carols. So as you listen to the Christmas carols this year, I hope you will enjoy the fact that at least in America, we still have the privilege of doing that right now in our homes. Although these, these carols have been kicked out of, out of the public arena a whole lot. There's one particular musical work though, that is perhaps the most famous Christmas work of all time, and that is Handel's Messiah. Now, the moment I call it Christmas music, those of you who are students of classical music will know that the Messiah covers the Christmas story in the first third, and then it goes on to cover the rest of Jesus' life and the rest of it. But we, we typically hear Handel's Messiah at Christmas. And this is where Christmas music and what I was sharing with you about the prophecies all come together. George Frederick Handel was uh, one of the great composers of the Baroque period. And um, when he was in middle, middle, his middle years, uh, and his career was declining a little bit, a friend of his, who was also a musician, said to Handel, I've been thinking about some of the prophecies that have to do with the coming of Jesus. And he said, I've, I've got these written out for you to look at. He said, I'd like for you to think about composing an oratorio. Um, with these with these great lines. And so when you read Handel's Messiah, the, the lyrics of it, it's very clear that what you're seeing is the prophecies about Jesus that are set to music, and, and they are quite beautiful. So I would encourage you this Christmas season, even if you're not into classical music, to listen to it. But even if you don't listen to all of Handel's Messiah, there's one, there's one song from Handel's Messiah that's well-known better than any other, and that's the Hallelujah Chorus. Did you know that the Hallelujah Chorus is taken from the book of Revelation? The reason why I ask that question is, you know, when we think about Christmas, we think about Jesus first coming into our world. 
But we're probably much closer to his second coming than his first coming. But it's true. The hallelujah chorus actually comes from a scripture in Revelation chapter 11 that's really written about the very middle or late middle of the tribulation. And what happens in, in this particular um, chapter of Revelation, it's the second series of judgments that God is pouring out on the world. These are what's called the trumpet judgments. The first judgments are the seal judgments. The last one are the bowl judgments. And these are all in the book of Revelation. But the Bible says that the angel sounds the seventh trumpet and there was loud voices shouting in heaven. And here's what the voices said. The world has now become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. How many times have you sung the Hallelujah Chorus? I heard it sung, and he shall reign forever and ever. Did you know that that came from the book of the Revelation? I look forward to that time. You know, 2020 has been such a painful year. You know, for many of us, the coronavirus is, has been so painful and and what it's done. The shutdown has done so much damage along with the coronavirus. And on and on it goes, the pain that our nation has been through. And then many people are unhappy about the election or happy about the election. And of course, there's a lot of tension about that. But the good news for me when I read the book of the Revelation, and one of the things that I celebrate at Christmas is that Jesus didn't just come the first time. He's coming again. And when he comes, the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms, not of the Republicans or the Democrats or the Independents or the Americans or any other nation. The kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. So enjoy, enjoy the Christmas carols. And if you get a chance, check out at least a part of Handel's Messiah. If you don't listen to the whole thing, just listen to the Hallelujah Chorus. I think it'll, it'll lift your spirits. Well, let me pray for you today. Whatever you're going through, God is there. And here's the thing. For those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we don't have to wait for this moment deep into the tribulation for Jesus to be our king because he's already our king. And the good news is that we can reach out to him in prayer. So let's do that today. Father God, I pray for everyone watching Noah's window. And no matter what any of us is going through, we pray that we'll realize that we're not alone that you are God, you are sovereign in our world, and you're active in our lives. Thank you for Jesus' first coming. We celebrate that, and we celebrate the day when he will rule and reign, and all the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. Mary Alice, and I'll see you soon.